Hello, you are listening to the OmniTalk Fast Five brought to you in partnership with Microsoft, the A&M Consumer and Retail Group, Takeoff, Sezzle, and Silk. The OmniTalk Fast Five podcast is the podcast that we hope makes you feel a little smarter, but most importantly, a little happier each week too. Today is November 10th, 2022. I'm your host, Ann Mazenga. And I'm Chris Walton. And we are coming to you live today from the Lululemon store at the Mall of America. And yes, the experiential store at the Lululemon Mall of America. We are so excited to be here. Lululemon is hosting us live. We are like yeah. decked yeah. out. I got to be a new Lululemon you good. just for the occasion. I man. know. I'm Chris. Yes, I, a girl could get used to this. this. Yeah, I know. A girl could. Okay. I know. I, I know. Too. We've got, I've got a cocoa blue smoothie. Cocoa blue smoothie. The, the cafe that's here. It's a cool um, space though. It is so so cool. And Chris, they're doing so Black Friday is coming up. Yeah, we all know that's on the way. But what I think is really cool about Lululemon, they are doing an anti-Black Friday in here. They are anti-Black. They are going to what create mean? an oasis, an oasis in the same space that we are in right now. Like Noel Gallagher oasis or like, oh, I wish uh, right, that would be, awesome, all, right? like, that'd that'd be awesome. amazing. Yeah. Liam, too. All of them, yeah, yeah. all of the oasis, the oasis, <laughs> the oasis. But no, uh, Lululemon at Mall of America here is doing a Black Friday oasis yeah, where cool. they're going to have massages. They're going to have um, like quiet personal styling sessions so that you don't have to be like in the craziness of Black Friday. You can actually Just get away, relax, and get away in like this quiet space of respite in in the crazy mall. And your Lululemon. Lululemons all across the country are going to be doing this on Black Friday too. So check your local store for more details. And the other cool thing. Yeah. So they tell us here that these spaces can also be rented out. So I think it's really cool to be here to kind of see how the concept of store, what the meaning of a store is, is kind of evolving as we go along is as like a community space that's available for I mean, you can have a, yeah. you can have your bachelorette parties in here, Chris. You, you, one could, and one could, but yeah, for those for those that are, are watching us, uh, watching the video of this podcast, like there's if you if you were to turn the camera, there's actually a full on sauna yes. at the back of this event space and too. a cold plunge and a tub. cold plunge tub as well. Yeah, yes. like they've gone they've gone full in. Like Lululemon started as a yoga studio. I didn't know this. Did you know that? I didn't know that either. Yeah, started, I mean, maybe I did. Started actually. as a yoga studio with a design studio in the back. And so it's kind of coming full circle into like, what else can that store space be? So we are very thankful to Lululemon for um, outfitting us today and for giving us the the space to record the Talk Fast Five, Chris. So yeah, it's pretty cool that how they let local entrepreneurs in here, local businesses, local people in general into for this sure. space and make themselves a part of the community. And this is again at the Mall of America too. Yeah. So this is like a happening, big, busy store. It's already jamming here at noon on Thursday. All right, Ann, should we get to the Fast Five? Let's do it. All right. Well, Ann, you know that today's Fast Five headlines are brought to you with the help and support of Manifest. Oh, yeah. And I'm getting so excited for Manifest. This week, I talked to this company called Phenonic, Okay. which I got to tell you a little bit about it. It's this company that uses semiconductors for heating and refrigeration as opposed okay. to like the traditional like fans and cooling systems that you find in most places. Okay. But anyway, they're like getting big in the whole like refrigerated tote space and they work with all the micro fulfillment providers. And this place is going to blow up, I think, but I can't wait to meet them at the conference. Uh, It's going to be from January 31st to February 2nd, as we talked about on the show. And OmniTalk fans can still save $200 on their registration by heading to manifest slash OmniTalk. That's M-A-N-I-F-E dot S-T slash OmniTalk. All right. In today's Fast Five, we've got news on Amazon linking up with Planet Fitness, Luxor One's new public smart locker system expanding nationwide, Etsy rolling out mobile visual search 
Amazon again, this time for making in-store digital ads in Amazon Fresh Stores part of its retail media network. But first, we take off today with big news out of Kohl's. Or is it is it Levi's, Ann? I don't know. Which, which is the I don't know, news? but I which think we're going to get headline? into this. So, Chris, that is right. Headline number one, Kohl's CEO Michelle Gass is headed to Levi's to become their president and then to succeed now CEO Chip Berg within 18 months. According to Retail Live, Gas will leave her position at Kohl's on December 2nd. And during the interim period before she takes over for Berg, Gas will lead the Levi's brand and its global digital and commercial operations. Tom Kingsbury, who joined the Kohl's board on the recommendation of activist investors last year, will take the chief executive duties on an interim basis at Kohl's until a replacement is named. All right, Chris. Yeah. I'm gonna take a deep breath before I know, I know you have a lot of feelings about wait, this. Did you say retail live or retail dive too? By the way, I think you might have said retail live, which is Are you classic. You get a dive classic. at me before you of go on your rant. Okay, all right, Ann. But I, I gotta, I'm gotta get you warmed up because, you do that. because uh, this is gonna be a big one. This could be an all timer. Like I'm gonna start this show off high and then I'm gonna okay. bring it, bring down the volume level. But this is gonna be an eleven style rant, mm. dialing it up, spinal tap style. All right. So here's here's my take on this. It's a bad move from Levi's. From this perspective of what gas has done at Kohl's, okay. there is nothing that entitles her to get the keys to the denim kingdom that is Le- Levi's, in my opinion. And here okay. are the facts, okay? Okay. I spent a lot of time on Bring this yesterday. Facts, people. Bring He's in the facts. The facts. Number one, it's probably the most important here. The market cap of Kohl's during her tenure went from $8.2 billion. I looked this up yesterday when she took over in May of 2018. And it now stands at $3.1 billion as of yesterday. So a $5 billion difference, less than half of what it was previously valued when she took over. Okay. Her resume prior to Kohl's was roughly six years at P&G, another almost 17 years at Starbucks. Two experiences that are about as far away from denim as and apparel as the shareholders have been from seeing a return on their Kohl's investment over okay. that period of time, as I just said. But and wait, there's more. Okay. Number three. The strategy she put in place, we've talked about this on the show a lot. Yep. They're they're laughable, particularly two points, particularly the small format plans, which we've talked about that a lot. Like, why do I need a smaller Kohl's? Like, mm-hmm. I don't get that. And also, of course, the athleisure and wellness pillar yeah. that is another staple of theirs. Like, we're sitting in Lululemon right now. What right does Kohl's have to win in that space when Lululemon, uh, Target, uh, what's the other, what's the Fabletics, Fabletics is yeah. the one I can never remember. I was trying yeah. to think of all those people are playing the same space. It's yeah. skating to where the puck is, mm-hmm. not where the puck is going. Mm-hmm. And then the last point I would make to you is if you look at the activist activity at Kohl's, July 2nd, I looked this up too. You look yes. back, July 2nd, Kohl's decided not to sell itself to the franchise group for a reported $8 billion, $8 billion. That was July, four months ago. Yeah. So you're going to tell me that gas wasn't already having conversations with Levi's or at least had feelers out there around this time. Yeah. So if I'm a cold shareholder, I'm pissed and yeah. I'm slightly pissed. And I'm actually, I'm probably, if you're smart, I think you're saying good riddance. Buyer beware, Levi's is my last point. Buyer beware, rant over. All right, Ann, yeah. take me off the ledge. I'm going to have to take you off the ledge because okay. do you think the shareholders are really surprised? I mean, I would, I don't know that I would be surprised. I think like, the activist shareholders are probably jumping at, they were, jump, chomping at the bit. Yeah, they've been calling for her exit for months. And so I think to me, like this, I'm not surprised you you said that like, was she out looking for a job? Like probably, I don't know. I, I can't fault her for like going out and exploring when, all of these investors are telling the board that they want you gone. And you know, you probably, the writing's nah, probably on the wall. They part for the course as a CEO. You I guess, I guess, but I, I guess I can't, I can't 
I can't falter too much for exploring other opportunities. Now, my real issue here is from Levi's side. And I guess like, I, it sounds like that's where you are too. It is, like, for sure. Is 100%. Levi's making the right hire here right. for the future of Levi's? And that to me is, is questionable. Um, I don't know that I would be making this hire if I was in that position. I, I dug deep, Chris. I tried yeah. to figure out like, what is going on in Levi's mind? Number one thing I could think of here was that, you know, Kohl's is, uh, they have an exclusive relationship with Levi's to sell their silver tab denim line. So perhaps that's a issue. Like she's the end user. If that's good, if wholesale is going to be a bigger strategy going forward for Levi's, maybe they want somebody in that position that can kind of help, um, navigate those relationships. I don't know though. I still think like I, if I'm Levi's, I'm looking for somebody that's got more innovation chops, more digital chops. That's going to try to move the brand forward. Yeah. I just, I agree with you. I mean, I think the last point I would make here and then we can keep going is like, if you look at the resume, yeah, it's just not there. And so my question would be, is she really the best one that you're going to come in, groom, have her take over for Chipberg at a period of time when he leaves 18 months later, roughly? Like, is she the only best answer that you want to saddle your horse to that and all the internal politics that are going to come with that as she's sitting there like woman in waiting mm -hmm. to take over? And I don't think so. I yeah. think this is a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a move that I think we'll look back and I wouldn't be surprised if Chip Berg actually comes back as CEO at some yeah. point when this fails desperately. Well, we'll see. She's taking over digital innovation like day one. So we'll start the we'll start the tracker. Which Coles is so good at too, by the way. All right. Headline number two, according to marketing live dive, I mean, Amazon it had to add Amazon and Planet to. Fitness have teamed up to offer Planet Fitness black card holders a free Amazon Halo View wellness tracker and year-long membership from November 17th to November 15th. Say that five times. No, that was really hard. The tie-up also includes a TikTok. This is cool. The tie-up also includes a TikTok hashtag challenge encouraging consumers to post a video of themselves doing a fitness-inspired dance with the hashtag, hashtag glow, glow us your moves, and Glow us your moves. Woo! Do you think your like, TikTok dance is going to be like, mm, 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 mm. like on the treadmill? I would follow my face if I oh, had to I try to do I couldn't even try. I can't even walk right now, which we didn't even talk about at the opening, but we'll tell, talk about that maybe later. Um, and of course, you also get the opportunity to win one of 10 $500 Amazon gift cards. The partnership comes on the heels of Amazon's decision to shut down its Amazon care business in favor of its one medical acquisition yep. later this year. And we are sitting in Lululemon. You used to own and operate three gyms I at did. one time. Yes. At one time. What is your take here? I think this is absolutely brilliant. Uh, one, it incentivizes memberships for Planet Fitness, which you always want. And Planet Fitness has a pretty low approachable membership price. It does, so, right? Yes. That's what you always told me. Like, it's like for a sure. bare bones place, right? Yeah, like bare bones. You get, you just basically get access to a bunch of machines. They are also notorious for making it extremely difficult to cancel your membership. Right. Like during the pandemic, there are people that were like trying to sue because right. you had to physically drive back to the location that you signed up to cancel your membership, like total gong show that's gotten better, but still like this is, this is like by default recurring revenue. Once planet fitness gets these people to sign up because they get a free halo band thing. Now, Amazon, on the other hand, again, brilliant. You get yeah. valuable customer data, whether people are in the Planet Fitness doing the TikTok challenge or not. Like this thing is on them all the time now. You have an opportunity, just like I was pushing with Peloton a long time ago, to now get this product that's lower in the market, not as there's not as much awareness around it, to get that on like 16 million plus members of, of Planet Fitness and get potential recurring revenue from their subscription to this. 
once the That's deal right. runs out. So I love it. Yeah, I think I agree. I don't have much to add. I think you nailed it. I think it's a win-win on both sides. I wouldn't, be, and I think your point is right. Like, given the cost of a Planet Fitness membership, I wouldn't be surprised if it attracts new members during that period of time. Hell, it's it's a, right before the holidays. It's a free thingy, eh? yeah. Who doesn't want a free thingy? Well, a free thingy you know, that's uh, providing you valuable information. Right. Like, that's a great right. Christmas gift to give your kids. And Amazon, of course, as always, gets the data. Yeah, which nobody is talking about or cares about right now, and that will ultimately. I'll give, be I, the I would give Amazon my data till the cows come home. I'm sure. <laughs> I know some of you are listening. I'm kind of joking, but you know, for the most part, they 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 make my life better. All right. Well, let's go to headline number three, Chris. According to Sacramento Inno, great name, yeah, Harbor right? Lockers, a subsidiary of Sacramento smart locker manufacturer Luxor One, plans to deploy twenty five thousand of its public lockers nationwide and let other companies and developers decide how to use them, which is the keynote here. Yes. Um, the idea follows a successful pilot that Luxor One did in, uh, I'm sorry, that Harbor Lockers, a subsidiary of Luxor One did in Sacramento, um, creating an on-demand public locker network infrastructure built for developers and organizations to improve efficiency by providing alternative drop-off storage and pickup services at scale. The public lockers are operated by a smartphone app and allow for delivery, storage, and pickup of items around the clock, seven days a week in many public places. Chris, yeah, give me give me your thoughts. What's this, the this is one when we saw it that we wanted to include because I think you and I both love this. This yeah. is actually one of those weeks that one of those rare weeks, rare weeks, rare weeks, maybe that too, uh-huh. but rare weeks. You need to get where, some little lemon deodorant. <laughs> no, right? But it's one of those rare weeks where we almost aligned on all the stories. Mm-hmm. And this one was one where I sent it to you initially and you're like, you gave me the heart in the phone, you know, like this is cool because, yeah. you know, for me, I, I mean, I just look to Europe. Like I always go, I've said that before on the show, but look to Europe. You can get an idea of what we're going to be doing here 10 to 15 years down the road. Yes. And the more I use lockers, the more I love them yes. as a concept. Totally. Like, like I love the parcel robot in Zara. I love the robot in Best Buy, the yeah. Luxor one, or the, not the robot, but the partial locker that was cutting the side of the building at the Best Buy in Egan. Yes. Here. It just makes my life so much better. Yes. So, you know, and if I'm always in this on-demand world, right, it gives me the option to have goods delivered anywhere I want to somewhere I trust when I'm not at home. Yes. Which is an important thing. So kudos to Luxor One, I think, for having the guts to establish this idea as a public good yes. for everyone to utilize. Yes. That's what That's is so important here. Like I love that I, people need to understand that what they're doing here is not just locker pickup from a retailer, like the Best Buy example in the Zara store, right. like the other example. Um, Cleveron, who did the parcel yep. robot in Zara, they have been doing public lockers in Estonia for years. And now granted that's a smaller country, a smaller subset of of users, but the opportunity here is massive. Like when you start to think about what this unlocks, where now any retailer could have a a store or a pickup location, you know, any D to C brand, my favorite part, my favorite part is the, the Facebook marketplace yeah, drop off. Right. Like 100%. you can leave something in a locker, have somebody pay yeah. you and they come pick it up. Like this yeah. open source concept is open and available to any brand, to any platform. Like this is, this is the future of how we can have exchanges on a customer, on a, you know, seller from marketplaces to own terms. And I could not be happier about it. I just, I love, love, love this again. 
Yeah, it's kind of one of those ideas like if you build it, they will come. Yes. And it takes, but it takes the investment to build it in this case, yes. as it always does. So, yeah. All right. Headline number four according to Chain Storage, Etsy has developed its own mobile visual search mm -hmm. capabilities. Shoppers can tap a camera icon in the search bar and upload or take a photo, and Etsy will surface items that are visually similar to the image they shared. Etsy built the tech from the ground up, leveraging what is calling its first GPU back service. After seeing great results early on in its beta testing, Etsy has now rolled out the capability to all iOS users. And we both wanted to talk about this headline this week. Yes. And guess what? So did a and <laughs> uh -huh, Yeah. So here is their question and their statement. First, they think it's a great move by Etsy. Mm -hmm. And it has them reminiscing about their first time walking through a Best Buy, searching a TV model number and buying it for cheaper on Amazon. Sure. How big is the dis disruption power of Etsy doing image search when consumers can walk a brick and mortar retailer, snap a picture on shelf and find a wider and more unique array of similar items at their fingertips on mobile? Oh, I love that question. I can't wait to take a, you know, take a chomp at that one too. I know. I wasn't even going there right away with this. Like to me, visual search, like I love it so much. I've started talking right. about this in a presentation I gave at Shop Talk earlier this year, but you know, it certainly is a benefit to the customer in more ways than one. Being able to see close comparisons, like a dupe of a luxury product, but truly opening up an endless aisle of product that's available to them. But I think that there's so much more to this tech for the consumer and the retailer than just being able to like have that quick cost comparison. I don't know the if that's- The price compare. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, the, believe it or not, remember, that was the very first video we yeah. ever shot at OmniTech. Right. I was sitting in a Starbucks and yeah. I showed how you use the Starbucks app yep. to do visual search on a bag of coffee and I could buy it, right? And then we did it, at, remember we did that story at Macy's yep. and everything at story was like, way more expensive that's than you right. can buy it on Amazon. That's right. I forgot about that. So I think I think that's a part of this. Yeah. But I think you're right. I mean, there's so many more angles to this. I want to I'll get back to the point too. I want to hear what you have to say first, but I want to get back to the point about, you know, what what AM's asking in terms of what does it mean in terms of, you know, for the furnishing space particularly in terms of being able to find those items other places. Cause I think there's some nuance there that's important. Yeah. Well I I, the first thing I want to talk about is just visual search in general. I gave this example of ASOS um, in this presentation that I gave at Shop Talk, where, you know, if you are searching yeah, right. for this good. sweater, if I'm searching for this sweater, if our cousin or the person down the street is searching for this sweater, Chris, you're all going to have different search terms. Yeah. And the return that was funny watching you do that live. The results with the that people return, yeah. you know, like, the best case scenario, I got 200 search results with the most descriptive thing. And the dress that I wanted still wasn't among those search results. So I think this is great, especially for, you know, use cases around the holidays now where, you know, if you thought about the opportunity to give visual search over to your, your new uh, associates that you're hiring to your new customers, where they can be like, I see this thing, there's visual search that you've got of for all of your products online. And you can go right away and know exactly what, you know, it's this hoodie. This is the style name. This is the price. Like I will get you to this. I can get this to you, order it for you. It it just allows so much more functionality and, and usability for both the consumer and, and the retailer here. And I, I just, I cannot express enough the value that there is in, in, you know, in-store experiences, offline experiences, recommending new products. Like it, it's so valuable. And I'm surprised we haven't seen more retailers adopt this more quickly. Yeah. Right. And that, I think, and that's, and that's a key point because I think there's still not enough people that are taking advantage of it, Yeah, you know, and there's so many value offshoots from it, like you just talked about. But to me, the consumer experience side, for sure, particularly in home furnishings, is really interesting. To yeah, me. explain what you're talking about. Well, because, here. I mean, we've all been there, right? We've seen a piece of furniture when you're out in the world and you're okay. like, oh, how do I find that? 
you know, and to your point, there's a limitation in words to describe that. You're going to get back a ton of stuff. You're going to go on Wayfair. You're going to go on Amazon. You're going to find it. But so the point that AM is making, their question is really good. It's good to extrapolate on because in home furnishings, actually, and on Etsy in particular, because it's more like one of a kind maker type yes. items, yep. that enables you to find things that you wouldn't just be able to go find in the world. So the idea that those ide- those items are just widely available yes. is not always true. Yeah. And you have a very particular style that you want to hit. And so this type of technology allows you to do that. And we've, we've, we've been a big proponent of this for a long time. We've had descends on the show. We've had sight on the show, mm-hmm. but it's just going to take time, you know? Um, and I, the big thing for me, Anne, is like, when you search this, and I asked this to the audience too, when you search on Amazon, yes. are you, are you still typing or are you using the visual search capability? I'm still typing. You're still typing. See, I'm not, when I've ordered my, my deodorant, yeah, it's really quick. It's super fast. I yeah. just take a picture of it. So I, I encourage you. If Sometimes. You, yeah. yeah I, I encourage you if you haven't tried it yet. Yes. Go home today, try it, and you'll get an exact sense of what this is and why it's so important. And how retailers investing in this will be prepared for more of these opportunities as you go down the road for like the wearables, all the things that are coming out, like having visual search already part of your your company's experience or vernacular is going to help prepare you for the Google lenses, the contact lenses that you're able to have a shopping list on that we saw this. Well, we didn't even, and we didn't even talk about all the operational benefits yeah. you get from being a retailer that's For using sure. it too in terms of your item data quality. But all right, let's finish up the show here. All right, headline number five, Amazon launched digital signage ads, a new product that allows brands to run digital advertisements within Amazon's physical store environments, specifically in its Amazon Fresh and Amazon Go stores. According to Progressive Grocer, the Amazon ads product works through Amazon DSP, the company's demand side platform that allows brands to programmatically buy ads to reach out to audiences on and off Amazon. And it also marks the first time that brands can programmatically advertise within Amazon's physical stores. All brand campaigns also come with their very own impression reports and sales lift analysis. Chris, I mean, yeah. what what's not to love? Absolutely nothing. All the, Absolutely all the nothing. I love this. I mean, Amazon continues to play the masterclass long game. Yes. I mean, this is the perfect example of it. Computer vision is running in all these stores. Everyone. So it knows everything a person has picked up and and put back the last time they were shopping in that store. That data alone yes. has to be pure gold to CBGs and. Yes. Like this is just so freaking smart. Yeah. And no one's close to doing this. Oh, no. In the there's, U.S. at least. Maybe so Tesco's thinking yeah, about it. There's so many companies that are like, we're going to do this with all kinds of technology. It's like, no, no, no. One camera. You got all, all you need here, folks. That's it. Um, yeah, you're right. The data they're going to collect is next level, like combining the behavior that they'll see from people in store and then being able to like put that on top of behavior that they're seeing online in that same zip code. Like also, I think it increases the demand for CPGs to be a part of Amazon. Like we were in Fox. They know how much they're spending their money. What they're spending their money on. Exactly. But like just from a consumer's perspective, like remember when we were in Foxtrot, I think what we thought was most impressive about that is like you could still get your Heinz ketchup next to like your Sir Kensington organic, you know, ketchup product, whatever it is. But like, I think this is going to be better for the Amazon customers who were only getting, like in some cases, we're only getting the 365 products. And now with the value that they'll be able to provide brands and CPGs now to be like, look, there's a need for your product. People are ordering this online in the zip code. You should be putting it on the shelves in our Amazon fresh stores. And PS will give you all this data. Right. And Amazon gets that data about their own brands too. I mean, yeah. that's all a part of this. So yeah, I mean, it's yeah. just such a good move again. Oh, all right, Chris. I well, bow in admiration to you, Amazon. Be careful. Philip, I hope you're listening. <laughs> all right, Chris, let's go to the lightning round. 
Chris, we are in one of our all-time favorite retailers, Lululemon. What is your favorite Lululemon product? Other than this sweet new hoodie I just got yeah, in. Um, it, you look fly for a think, white guy. Oh my God. All right. Pretty uh, fly for a white guy. All right. Oh, geez. I, I, I reach for that one. All right. Uh, easy for me. The, the pace breaker short. It lasts. Oh. Yeah. I, I have like a bunch of pairs of those. They're probably like seven years old. They look the same as the day I bought them. Wow. Yeah. The pace breaker short. It must be that careful laundering you're doing. I, I am a careful guess. launderer. I know you are. I, I, know you I, are. I like to launder lots of things. All right, Ed, I won't make you choose a favorite, but do you remember your first Lululemon item? I what do. was it? And around what year was it? Uh, it was the black wonder under leggings, just the standard pair of black Is that a leggings. Thing, the wonder under leggings. Yeah, it was like one yeah. of the first leggings that they ever came out yeah. with. I think it was like 2006 or 2007, but I remember getting that pair of leggings and being like, "Wow, this is like they're very good quality. They're like I loved it. I loved Same it fan, ever right? since. Yeah. Ever since I've been I've been a huge fan." Um, Chris, the Lululemon logo, while appearing to most people to be an upside down horseshoe, is actually stylized, a stylized A that is created for another name that was being considered for the brand called Athletically Hip. Oh, wow. I like Lululemon. I didn't know that. All right. Uh, Chris, what's the last hip athletic thing that you did? Oh, my God. Besides (laughs) throwing it out? um, I think it would have to be the last time I was in the Lululemon store prior to this, which is when oh, we were in Chicago. Yeah. We saw the first of these formats stores oh, yeah. in Chicago and we rocked out with Gideon. We took a class from Gideon. Yeah, get, we got fit with got Gideon. Got fit with Gideon. Yeah. Yeah. I felt super cool and Gideon kicked my butt too. It was really <laughs> tough. All right. Last one. Lululemon has a surprise and delight policy where each store is gifted the chance to surprise and delight any customer in the store for any reason. And what's the last time you were surprised and delighted? Um, I have to say my husband made me the most amazing dinner on my birthday. Really? Yes. And I was surprised Cooked for you. I handed over a recipe and I was surprised, not that he's bad at cooking, but I was surprised and delighted. It was one of the best meals of my entire life. Really? Yeah. Is this the, is this the video you shot of him? Like chomping kale, mashing kale, kale. the the recipe called for what that means. Apparently you have to do it because you're um, with lemon. Yeah. So that it like breaks down for a salad, but he, he was literally giving it it. like a deep tissue massage, like rolling over and aggressive. He's a keeper. Yeah, because you had your birthday on Tuesday, I right? Did. Yeah. I did. Yeah, yeah, it was fantastic. Wow. Birthday. All right. Well, hey, that wraps us up. All right. Happy birthday today to Taryn Edgerton, Ellen Pompeo, and one of my all-time favorite names to say out loud, Kiernan Shipka of Mad Men fame. She was Sally yeah. Draper. Sally Draper, oh. her daughter. Yeah, Kiernan Shipka. Shipka. And remember, if you can only read or listen. Like Shipka. I don't know. I just like the sound of it. Okay. If you can only read or listen to one retail blog in the business, make it Omnitalk. Our Fast Five podcast is the quickest, fastest rundown of all the week's top news and our twice a weekly newsletter that tells you the top five things you need to know each day and also features special content exclusive to us and just for you. And we try really hard to make it all fit within the preview pane of your inbox. You can sign up today at www.omnitalk.blog. Thanks as always for listening in. Please remember to like and leave us a review wherever you happen to listen to your podcast or on YouTube. And as always, be careful out there. The Omnitech Fast Five is a Microsoft-sponsored podcast. Microsoft Cloud for Retail connects your customers, your people, and your data across the shopper journey, delivering personalized experiences and operational excellence. And is also brought to you in association with the A&M Consumer and Retail Group. 
The AM Consumer and Retail Group is a management consulting firm that tackles the most complex challenges and advances its clients, people, and communities toward their maximum potential. CRG brings the experience, tools, and operator-like pragmatism to help retailers and consumer products companies be on the right side of disruption. And take off. Takeoff is transforming grocery by empowering grocers to thrive online. The key is micro-fulfillment, small robotic fulfillment centers that can be leveraged at a hyper-local scale. Takeoff also offers a robust software suite so grocers can seamlessly integrate their robotic solution into their existing businesses. To learn more, visit takeoff.com. Sezzle. Sezzle is an innovative buy now, pay later solution that allows shoppers to split purchases into four interest-free payments over six weeks. To learn more, visit sezzle.com. And Silk. The Silk Cloud DB virtualization platform is a virtualization layer between your workloads and the cloud. It helps you scale your cloud without scaling your cost. Visit silk.us to learn more.